What's up? What's up? Check, check. Check, check. <laughs> Michelle, why do you gotta tell Mickey everything about us? Because I needed somebody to talk to. But you trying to make it seem like I started it. I just told the story the oh. way it went. Michelle. Oh. What? Look, since you seem to be forgetting, I'm gonna tell you how it started from the beginning, all right? Mm-hmm. Cruising down the ab with my homeboy Boo, laying back like Jack Mellow went to the groove. The greatest man alive was cold rock in my world. Been a rock and okay. water when the saw this fresh black girl. Oh, hold up, I can't go out like nothing. I had to conjure up a cool wig. Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Man, a lot of people use that sample, but I'll tell you right now, I'm saying it. No one used uh-huh. it better than three times though. Really? That's how I feel. Really? That's how I feel. Okay. I okay, feel they used it best. Shit. That's funny that you play some Philly shit, because as you guys know, Cypher Sounds is very famous. In New York. In New York. Now, let me tell you something. It's official. Hmm. The shirts and hoodies are out. Wow. Please. There's two young children in my household, and they're hungry. You understand? Really? You understand what I'm saying? They're hungry. Hmm. I got no income. I'm a disgraced radio person. You are a disgrace. Ebro stole my job. I got fired from Hot 97 years ago. Ye- years, years ago. Years ago. Years ago. Years ago. So I would appreciate uh, to pick up the limited run, very famous in New York t-shirt. Uh, you know, and I got to tell you. On very, shut up. On VeryFamousNY.com. Uh, VeryFamousNY.com. I, I do not support this, and I think people should not buy it. Really? Yeah, because I realize now. Why do we come back uh-huh. with Juan Epp and then you come out with solo merch? What kind of shit is this that, is, my guy? This is a test run. But but the, the people, this is a the, test but run. The, it's not test money, so people are gonna. I'll give you. I'll give you some of the money. No I'll no, I'm not gonna money. take. I don't want to take your. Mo- Who's gonna buy? I gotta buy generic cornflakes for the kids. You're buying. I can't afford Kellogg's. You, <laughs> you're buying generic cornflakes. Oh man. It just says cornflakes in black type print. No, it's a, it says flaky corn. Yeah, this is not what you want. Hey, Saif, how are you uh, today? I'm great, man. I'm actually, I'm lying. I'm not great no? whatsoever. What's wrong? I got a lot of drama. I got a lot of issues. Seriously? And, and yes. What's, seriously. what's going on? What's the drama? I can't talk about it. That's why, that's why it's so upsetting. I can't bring it up. I don't know if you're being serious or not. I'm being serious. Okay. I had some drama. Uh, it has affected my life. It's affected my work. It's affected my livelihood. But you know what? Fuck it. Okay. Fuck and, it. And, and because I give it all, and people take, and they take, and they take, and they don't give back. So fuck them. Actually, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that, Sife. So you know, I'm, you know, I'm very far along in my album process. I heard you talk about it on uh, Table Turn Show. or Pretty Turn the Lou Table. Show. Turn the Table. Pretty Lou. Yes. So I'm, I'm far along with this project, and I got to tell you, you know, you know, I have ego problems. It's well documented. Yes. Do you want to be the the bride at every wedding and the body at every funeral? Corpse at every funeral. Corpse at every funeral. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I'm, I'm, I've worked on this. I'm better, but it's you are much better. But it's still a work in progress. Of course. So of course. when there are artists that you want to get on the pro, first of all, when you want to get an artist on the project, and that that artist just straight up ghosts you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I've been there. you've been there I was gonna say I'm sure you've had this experience mm-hmm. it makes you feel like shit miss yeah. yeah and especially when the artist is someone who's so in my wheelhouse and mm-hmm. and I've supported so much in so many ways beyond even music and then the person responds and we're talking and they're excited to hear from me and then I bring up the album and they disappear and then I'm like, yo, if you don't want to do it, or if it's about a bag, you need a bag, like, just let me know. Right. Because this person is notable and would be helpful. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're, they're, worth, they're worth getting a bag. I get it. Not n- okay. So far, no one has held me up about money. But if someone Good. did, and they were like, it's really important, I need to get paid, that's how, okay, we, let me see what I can do. Let's have a conversation. Let me see what I can do. Go. Let's have a convo. Talk to me. So, this really upset me. And it, but yeah. but here's the difference, life. Here's the work. Here's the therapy. Mm-hmm. Here's okay. the here's the real seriously the real work. Uh-huh. Instead uh-huh. of lashing out and sending that DM, like you know what, you could go ahead and fuck off. Yeah, I'll slap you in front of your kids. I you know, I wish you didn't mention that. 
I just wish you left that one alone. But um, instead of that, I, I called my brother, who knows this person and his team, and I left a, a voice note screaming at my brother instead. Oh, That's nice. the growth. Nice. Yes. Like, I was like, yo, what the so fuck? You got to scream out. You got the, 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 the release. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm calling but my brother. fuck up the relationship. Yo, I, yo, how much you want to bet if I was fucking Funk Flex, they'd respond. Mm. Which is true. Mm. Funk Flex has an album. F- Funk Flex has God featured on the album, okay? Yeah. And by the way, for, for the record, I, I'm excited for Flex. And this isn't, Flex is, he's Flex, and I'm not Flex. 100%. I'm good with that. But in the case of the person I'm talking about, the reason I said it's fucked up is, I don't think they're on Flex's album, but it's that I've, Flex isn't in this lane. He's not fucking with that. I've done so much shit for you. Why would you not treat me respectfully? Here's the deal. Um, Yo, over the whole pandemic, I did every podcast, every interview, a lot of comedy shows, that anyone asked because I was like, I have no excuse. All I got to do is sit down on my laptop, which I'm sitting down on my laptop anyway, mm-hmm. and I'll do your pot. Yo, if you hit me last year, 2020, about a podcast, you got me. Right. You got me. How hard is it to fucking talk into a mic is what we do anyway. So what I'm saying to these rappers, and I understand there's a lot of stuff I probably don't understand, but how hard is it to do a 16 for people that support you? That that's And so my brother... How hard is it? My brother hit me back and he was like, yo, you don't always know the situation. Maybe he Correct. feels awkward. He doesn't want to ask you for a bag, but he doesn't want to do it for free. He just... You don't know what the person's situation is, so you can't tell yourself a story that they don't respect you. You don't know that. But it feels okay. like the, but it feels like disrespect. Lately, lately, I've been like my friend Cardinal Fischel, my good friend. I like him. His his mantra, his mantra is yo, mina take disrespect from nobody. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like I've been in many arguments in front of clubs with security trying to disrespect or, or what he calls disrespect, and I go in and and calm it down. Right. And lately, like, I don't know if it's because I'm on edge or because I'm poor. Support, you know, please get a shirt. Very famous in New York. Uh, I'm trying to feed these kids. Um, That's a nice flat screen next to your head. Keep going. I, I, it's nice, right? I'm in a nice hotel. I, I, I've been feeling lately that I've taken too much disrespect. And, and here's the thing, what your brother's saying about whoever you're talking about. And I don't know the situation. I don't know who it is. Fine. They don't want to do it or they want to bag or they feel awkward. The respect is the conversation. That's See, that's the hard part for me. That's the respect. Let's have the convo. Bro, I get it. You don't want to do it. You Or you think you deserve money. I might have a little money. I might not. Let's talk about it like adults. That's And, and so I'm tr- that's the real part that gets me is that yeah. part. Like just... All you got to do is show me enough human respect for the things I... And if I were to tell you the specific situation, there's some real semi-personal stuff where it's like, this wasn't worthy of you just saying, yo, I'm, I'm good. Listen, I, I, I had Black Thought about the project. Black yeah. Thought's like, yo, I'm down. I'm down. He was like, but... And then he ran through the list of shit he's supposed to be doing right now. He literally listed 11 projects he owes features for. And he's like, I-, I want to do yours, but I do have a ton of shit, so let me see. Send me shit, let me see what I can do. Yo, that's all I need. That's all, that's Listen, all that's need. all I need. By the way. A project is a project, but a relationship. See? That's, that's the but key. But I'm trying to look at it from the perspective of, you don't know what they're going through. Of course. Do the project. They, they won't, yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll see, they'll see what it was. And then it's not like it's going to be my last one. So you don't want to like, but at the same time, it is such a fine line of where do you say, where is the line of disrespect? I, I, I don't, I, bro, I struggle with this, man. And it's like, I had a talk with somebody the other day. I had a talk with my friend Dante Nero. Remember Dante Nero? Yeah, yeah, the comedian. He, 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 yeah, he was, he, he was on our podcast. He's more than he a comedian. He's this- also a, a bona fide weirdo and a great He's guy. A- He's a he's a he is a, a former pimp. Yep. 
He has a podcast. It's my favorite podcast right now. It's called Man School, and he breaks down how to deal with these chickazoids. But um, but uh, I was talking to him the other day about confidence, and it's one thing that I lack is this 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 confidence thing where like. I would have got the job as an A and R with Puffy if I would have had confidence in that interview. I know that. I know that now. And I was he was like, when you get behind the turntables, your confidence level is sky high. Why is it not like that always? And I was like, I don't know. That's what I'm trying mm. to figure out. Um But anyway, my point is, oh, first of all, uh he met his girl and his he hasn't he now has a baby okay. because she heard him on one app. No. And met and found him and met him and they have a child now. So Wanup has produced children. No, you say Wanup is for the children. Wait, I didn't. Wanup is the children. And I, I, I want to now. I feel disrespected. I want an email from a text. I think I have his number. Can I get a text, uh, an email saying thank you for my child? Wow. So you want to? You want an email? So I see Dante Moore. So that's why he said it to me. And I and I you know deal with him in the comedy world. But wow, yeah, that's amazing. He should send you an email. Yeah. Saying thank you for his child. Thank you. Cute kid. Thank you for my baby. Cute kid. Well, you know So who... yeah, so disrespect is coming up a lot lately, man. Well, maybe we should and... ask we should ask Quali when he jumps on about this. What do you think? I respect Quali. Well, and I bet Quali's been through this though. Because Quali's done indie albums where he had to get features. And 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 give features. And he's, oh, and give features, because he's given plenty yeah. features. Of course. Matter of fact, he might feel disrespected by asking thing. for one. Here's the thing with someone like Talib Kweli. I consider him a good friend of mine. And not only that, we're now in the same Dave Chappelle universe, our COVID-free bubble. Mm-hmm. And I see him all the time. But I don't want to ask him for favors all the time because he's close to me and my friend and will say yes. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? mean? So it's like I got to hold the the... The favor bag, for like Mano, will always do whatever I ask, but does that mean I always ask him? You know what I mean? Well, so that's an interesting point. My brother made the point also. He said maybe you feel a way about it because we, as Rosenbergs, we do too much. When people ask, we just generally say yes. Dante, Dante Nero said, you, you do enough how did he say it? You do enough. You give to the point where you feel you don't need to get anything back or or expect anything back. Mm. Anything past that has to be a conversation of what you're getting in return. And I was like, that's something I needed. What? Where were you 20 years ago? Like, so, okay, so I gave it, it all. So that's a great point. And so it, where would the line get drawn? It's your line. It's your line. It's what. It's case by case. It's your line. But it's like, I've done, and you know, I don't want to sit here counting how many favors I've done for people. But if if it adds up where you're doing a lot and they're not, Bruh, I have you know? some. I have some relationships that are. I mean, you don't hear from the person, and then the only time you hear that their artist, they they are in a situation where there's a controversy. Yo, you on the radio tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I need you to help straighten this thing out. Okay. Right. What do you need straightened out? Tell me what really happened. Okay, yeah. boom. You need me to use my platform uh-huh. to get across a message that's going to help your person in New York City. Okay, let me let me do that for you. And then I never ask back. And sometimes, yeah. Saif, if you sit on the favor bag too long, guess what? They don't remember oh, they, you it, did favors. It, no, they expire. They expire. They expire. They, those favors expire. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, like a, like a, 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 a Applebee's gift card. Like there's an expiration date on there. There's an expiration date, like a Denny's gift card. Man, that shit will run out. You have a, you have a year, a calendar year, two years, whatever it may be. Um, Saif, anything happening else in your world besides whatever? I got a, uh, uh, what's happening in my world, man? Well, my children are hungry. My children are. <laughs> And I they're eating scraps. So yeah, are they eating? Are, you're not. You're not to the point of giving them things like wood chips. No, 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 not yet, not yet. We're just going around. I live in a nice neighborhood, so we're going around picking stuff out from the garbage. Really? 
people throw out half a chicken. You know what I mean? Should this worry me? Because I was talking yesterday to a financial advisor. Okay. And he's he wants my business. And he was recommended by someone, and I, I've never invested, and I'd like to invest. And he was explaining, you know, how it works and, and what he can do and blah, blah, blah. And he talked about his a reference point for a good, profitable, healthy relationship was with you, mm. Cypher Sounds. So okay. I, I guess what I'm asking okay. here is how mm. profitable could that investment relationship be if your children are starving? It makes me feel like it's not going well. Wait, why are you blocking the camera with your hand? Huh? No, I'm losing um, focus. No, you're blocking it with your hand. <laughs> By the way, I, I, am, I'm, I can't believe what a loser I am for just now. I've, I literally have oh, never, never made an investment in my life. I know. I, know. I bought Apple don't, stock don't... six months ago. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Don't worry about that. Don't let it stress you. Just Isn't it hard? Just do it now. Isn't it hard just giving it your now. money? Isn't it hard trusting someone with oh, your money like that? Hard. It's, no, the guy. If it's the guy I'm thinking about, it's he's trustworthy. Guy. I like him a lot. It's it's the it's just the handing over. Like it feels like it feels weird to just hand over. I I I don't know. I'm a I'm a I come from the hood. I didn't learn about investing until way later in my life. Um, saving is all I know. Like oh, hiding money, saving yeah. it. Yeah, it's all I know. Sorry, so Under you the mattress, baby. You, so you give him the cosign. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're you yeah, fully trust dude. him. Great dude, yes. Is he? I mean, a, wait, is he, is fully he a, trust? I don't fully trust anybody. That's a great point. But is yeah. he? Um, how do I say this? Um, does he have? Uh, you know, is he? Does he go to? I, know, a, I think I, know, go, I think I know what you're saying. Does he? <laughs> let me, let me, hold on, does he? Does he go places on Saturday? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Does he? Like, does, like, does he eat certain things? That but he's not like other. Like, are there things on Curb Your Enthusiasm that he laughs at that I might not get? Right, yes. Is that what you're saying? Or does he, like, you know, does he, if, when he gets uh-huh, the check uh-huh. at a restaurant, does he, do his uh-huh. eyes open really big and he goes, oh, I didn't get that. You want to charge that much for, for a Diet Coke? Does he do things like that? <laughs> uh, I don't know, actually. Really? Should I be worried about I that? I don't know. Because I want him to be I like that. No, I like, think I think based the, on his name, he is. It's like one of those things where it's like I think so, but also it's like a, a New York that is different than a other place that. So the New York oh, people. By the way, let me like explain. A, Some people may be confused. We're talking about is he Jew? <laughs> is should we not even? <laughs> By the way, living in Trump's America, should we not even joke about anti-Semitism anymore? Like, is it not? Are we still able to? Are you still able? I mean, I listen, know. I love the new Borat I movie. Know. I still laughed. Bro, the fucking one of Dave's boys is, uh, he went to high school with Dave. He's a, a Capitol Police. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. He was there. He was there. He said, we don't know the half, yo. We don't know the half. It was fucking crazy what he was telling me. Yo, have you gotten to talk to Dave about this yet? A little bit yesterday, but I haven't seen him because he must have a lot to say about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, he, I would imagine. I want to talk to. Where's Quali? Yo, by the way, Saif, where's Quali? How you say his name? Well, he's gonna tell you if you win. How you say his name? How you pronounce it? Well, I, I, you have to wait till the song starts. What do you mean? No, because some people don't know how to pronounce it. Well, if you listen to the beginning of the song, he... How do you breakfast. pronounce his name? Yeah, you pronounce my name. And by, by the way, we've never talked about this. He says, you pronounce my name. And then they say it in a way where you can't remotely fucking hear what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pronounce my name. Harvey. Do you? I'm going to ask him. Pronounce, I want to ask him. You pronounce my name, Lolly. Yeah, I want to ask him. I learned your name from the song, and it sounds like you pronounce your name, Shmami. <laughs> oh, 
He literally says the words, you pronounce my name. And I've never been able to hear what they're saying. I'm asking, what was Vinny and Mojica doing? Yo, Saif, can we get Vinny and Mojica on the show? Oh, please. Let's talk to our producer, Billy June. I mean, Aquali's probably Let's the one go. You want to go niche? You want to go niche? Like, wouldn't it be Let's fun? Let's go niche. To, wouldn't it be fun to talk to some people that, like, you've heard about for so long, like Shorty Nomas and, and Vinia Mojica and people who Oh, you know who up. I met yesterday that was here with um Estelle? Estelle's here. Okay. Um, Tidra Moses. Ooh. You ever heard Tidra. that name, Tidra of Moses? Course. Yeah, yeah, I remember Tidra Moses. What was she doing? Yeah. She was just hanging, but, I, but Estelle introduced me to her. I was like, I'm a fan. Like, oh, are you, I never, are you a big fan? I, yo, her shit with Rafael Sadiq, whoo, I was like, I'm a fan. So you weren't hitting her with the fake fan? No, 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 not fake fan, I'm a fan. Because people always say, I'm a fan, and they go, I'm a fan. Like this guy, they'll see him and they'll go, yo, I'm a huge fan, um, yeah. Talib. And you're like, I hit, my name's not Talib, it's Talib Kwali. You don't say Talib. Kwali. If you're a how do you, if you're, I hate when people say, I'm a huge fan, and then fuck something up. And I'm like, then you can't be a huge fan. All right, hold on. Can y'all hear me? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. First of all, how y'all doing? Hi. We're doing great. How are you, Talib uh, Kweli? Good. I got to qualify something, though. Okay. Because okay. just for the sake of the fans, because this is a great conversation. My parents, I grew up being called Talib Kweli Green. Okay. My parents, my parents named me Talib, they, but my parents always called me Talib. And that's how all my friends called me when I was growing up. So if you listen to my really? early, if you listen to my early, early records, like early mood records, early, early raucous shit, pre-Black Star, uh-huh. you hear me saying Talib. But then when I got with Most, who's a Muslim, who does it more, he pronounces it more Talib. Most started calling me Talib on those Black Star records. And I think I even called myself Talib Kweli on the Black Star album. But most what? Talib. And that, I, I started referring what? to myself as Talib after that. But what are your, what do your parents call you? Talib, and and they think they're saying it correctly. Like that's what yeah, they named yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm born oh, in the seventies. Interesting. I'm, I'm born it's in the seventies. Black, not... black parents went to the to the African name books for right, a lot of. Right, but it's not about mm. it's not about uh, saying it correctly or not. It's just dialect. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Talib, is it Arabic? Yes, yeah, Arabic. That's well, why. So so a Muslim would say it right. Talib, yeah. Well, let's let's. Oh, I want to. I just I just realized something, Talib. After all these years, listen to how bad a job you did trying to get people to pronounce your name correctly. <laughs> listen. Yeah, you pronounce my name, and what? Precious. You pronounce your name, lovely. I, I don't even know what she's saying. Wally. <laughs> Is your name Wally? Yeah. <laughs> Lavi. I can't even hear it. That's Corey Smith's fault. That was Corey Smith's idea to do that song. Wait, he, that was that's that's a great point that he deserves credit for. What do you mean it was his idea to do the song? We had finished the Reflection Eternal album. We had turned it in. I told Jared and Brian that I thought the first single should have been um, "Move Something" and then we we're gonna go to "Too Late." And they were like, "Neither one of those are a real single to us," because they were trying to get on Hot 97. They were like, "We need a real, real mm-hmm. single." And so they said they paid for us to go back in the studio, Electric Lady, and make another record. That beat was an old beat High Tech had that I like, but I never rapped to. And Corey heard it, he said, it sounds like they say Kwali, you should make a song teaching people how to pronounce your name. And that's why that song is only one verse because I was still trying to be a rebel. Uh, one verse for me, I was like, nah, I didn't, I didn't want to do it because I felt like I was being uh, told what to do by corporate over, overlords. So I was like, I'm only gonna give them one verse. But in the video version, because the song blew up, I actually added a verse because people like right. the song so much. Say my name, say my name. One verse. Ah, interesting. By the way, props to Corey because he was right. I mean, it's it's it right. it was the better single. It was the most radio friendly of all those records. Right. But that stops right there. We, Corey get enough props. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Corey, Corey's fucking <laughs> gas to start out with. So we don't need to give Corey more. Shout out to Corey. Hey yeah. Rosenberg, okay. did you did you fight academics yet? I've I've not been paying. Attention. You know, I'm glad you asked that, Quali. <laughs> Um, I I decided to stand away from the fight. It didn't. Okay. It wasn't what I needed to do. Although you know, I gotta tell you, I got. Y'all didn't go fight in secret like he wanted. Yo, you how we? By the secret. way, okay, I admit I'm an <laughs> asshole, and I get too excited, and I say things that are stupid. I understand that. But, but I mean, academics is is he 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 drives he, people to the point of violence, and you get it right. Like yeah, he drive he he makes you so angry as an elder hip hop person. I'm yeah. not I'm not knocking his soul. Maybe he mean his intentions are probably different, but 
it, it makes me feel that way. But was I wrong how weird it was for him to go, yo, DM me and let's fight in private? What? No, that was very strange. That's a strange guy, man. I've, 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 I've marginally paid attention to this guy, and I'm always surprised at how weird and how, like, uh, lame he acts. You know, like, I mean, we've had problematic journalists in hip-hop before. Uh, you, both both of y'all have said things that I don't necessarily agree with all the time. Sure. You know, but, but this guy is just... Man, that guy is. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, and I wonder, but he does, oh. I do realize he does know the music on some level. Like, not maybe not our shit, but like he knows, he follows the music very closely. I wonder mm -hmm. how much of it is, and someone reached out. I, I will say this. I don't know if I could say, I think I can say it. If I decide not to, we'll take it out. But Van Lathan reached out to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Van Lathan. Oh, here we go. He's reaching out to me all the time to tell me to stop beefing with people. Yo, oh, so you need to stop playing uh, yeah. matchmaker. <laughs> Hold on. He decided that his, his again? Hold on, but that's a great quality. I don't want to, we should <laughs> yo, you can't hate on him because he's like, yo, he tells me not to fight with people too. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Van Lathan again? <laughs> he's the TMZ dude. Who, oh, yeah, who yeah, got yeah, a Kanye. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, he yeah. was, he got, he did that and then he left, he left TMZ and started his own and Red Pill podcast. Yeah, TMZ. yeah. And so, and but, and I, I really, I told well, him this. Maybe to tell Van Lathan stop trying to choke your employees out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I told him this. I didn't like him at first off on principle because he worked for TMZ. I was like, I don't trust whoever works for TMZ. I don't, I don't believe it. And then as time's gone on, I really think he's a great guy with with great intentions. Yeah, it's totally it's like hilarious. That. It's hilarious that he's calling everyone and telling See, them. That's what he's. Yo, my conversation with Van have been like, it's just like that. Like that's that's who he's become. So well, who were you I fighting with? What a great guy. Who did Van Lathan try to get you to not fight? Oh, he's done that three times. You wanna hear, he's done that three times with me. He did, so I did a, LL Cool J was thinking about doing a morning show on uh, Rock the Bells and he had me and Van, he asked me to do a morning show in which he wanted to recreate my Twitter experience on a morning show. I said, I need Ooh. a co-host. I need someone who I don't always agree with. And I brought Van Lathan. So me and Van Lathan demoed up this t this TV show for LL, oh. this radio morning show for LL's Rock the Bells. And LL thought it wasn't uh, dramatic enough. So he brought in this uh, black conservative. Oh. I don't remember her name, but uh, we started arguing with her. And it turns out me and Van are mo more on the same side than I, than I knew. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm sure, and, 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 and so I get, and how did it go with this conservative? Um, It was terrible, I hated it. I called LL, I was like, I don't know if I could do this. He was like, nah, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, I loved it. It's Uncle L, the future it. of the funk. You're like, why are you telling me that right now? <laughs> yeah, he, LL loved it. I don't, we never did the show. I don't know what happened to it, but, um, but yeah, that hey, was that Van Lathan experience. Sidebar, Kwali. Um, I know you think I'm good, but if you ever get a chance to do another morning show and need some kind of help or a DJ <laughs> or some kind of someone who can run the boards, yeah, we, we, guy, we can do that on our own. We don't need LL Cool J. That's now, shout out to the OG. Because we're both very famous in New York. I see that, and I saw that that sweatshirt. Uh, so somebody with that sweatshirt recently. Are you here in Austin? I am. We're in the same hotel, I think. Okay, okay. Wait, you guys are I mean, in the same hotel. How come everybody got those T-shirts except for me? Oh, you weren't oh. here the day we gave them out. I got you, though. This is okay. tough. And also, also, it's not uh, true of Quali because he's very oh, famous everywhere. So it's just, Sorry. Let me... Let me sidebar that. Uh, no, let me. What's the what's the word? Not sidebar. It's a sidebar to a sidebar. Yeah. Um, I I noticed. Uh, my friend Talib Kweli has a, an amazing podcast, The People's Party. Yeah, it's Thank doing quite uh, well. I was inspired yeah, he, by Juan Epstein. That's one of my my influences. Man, wow. For Thank you. That's an honor. Bro, that that means because you've already uh, made more money yeah. in the last year than we yeah. did in our entire run. So we're proud of you, Kweli. <laughs> I mean. Send three percent our way. Three percent, or, or we're going to start showing up at all your parties, telling everyone we're the OGs at the front door, and we need to get in plus eighteen. Okay, hey man, tell him we the OG. We out. There. Tell him his OGs is here, and we got little Benny so, and, and Stevie Steve. We all coming in. It's, a, it's an amazing show. I don't Thank even want to say podcast. Amazing show. Um, I noticed uh, over the last month or so, you've been putting out the best of twenty twenty interviews, little clips. Yeah, the yeah. Best of twenty twenty. Um, I did your show in yes. 2020. I did oh. the people's, yes, did the people's party. Got it. Um, I don't, I, I don't see. I, 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 oh, you're a smart guy. I know you're gonna see what <laughs> I don't see the best of 
of Cypher Sounds part. That's right. You did not okay. see the best of Cypher Sounds. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you who else. I'm gonna tell you what company you're in. Other okay. people from 2020 that who also were, I did who not are post. not the best. Just to be clear, who, the other not right. the best of 2020. The other not the best are RZA, uh, <laughs> RZA, ASAP Ferg, okay, uh-huh. Method Man. Uh-huh. Um, Method Man. Um, this, and I'm i tell you what it was is because part of People's Party, the draw of it is the studio and, and the work we put into the studio. Yes. Then COVID shut shut that down for a lot of people. Yes, that's true. And so we started doing it, as you know, from Yellow Springs on Zoom and yeah. this and that. And some of the episodes on Zoom to me don't look as good no. mm-hmm. as I right. wanted them to. Now I'm not right. I'm not taking away from the episodes. I still like the episodes. I still it's like great. I still want, encourage people to go see watch the episodes. This uh, the bust. I didn't put the Busted Rhymes. I didn't put DMX. Mm. Oh, even mm. though those are some of my favorite episodes, but it's yeah. because the quality of the Zoom. Wasn't right. where I wanted to be when I for Instagram. Yeah, for, for Instagram. Instagram. When I want yeah. people, when I'm talking about what re- represents the best of the show going forward, we're gonna try to get back in the studio. Studio still closed because of COVID, but we're yeah. gonna try to get back in the studio for the future. But I'm I'm excited about our new run. We got a, we just did Rico Nasty. We got Saw Rock coming up. We got Gangsta. We had to get on them because we had too many dudes. I was like, yo, y'all mm-hmm. need to start booking some more women. So it was like mostly women for the first uh for the first month of uh 2020. 2021. Nice. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Right. All right. People's Party, Tyler Quali getting rich, Cypher Sounds getting left behind as per usual. <laughs> How much? Yeah, I'm. 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 A, I'm now I did People's Party for. We did People's Party at at a, at a loss. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to be announcing a deal we made with People's Party very shortly. But for, uh-huh. for 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 that deal didn't get done until a month or so ago. So this whole time we've been doing it at a loss. Really? But we just. We just. Mm. We just uh, did a deal that should be very lucrative for everybody. By the way, are you having a lot of Jews on this year? Because, you know. Um, Let me see. We had uh, Rappaport. He's a Jew, right? <sighs> yeah, but, you know, Rappaport. <laughs> Doesn't he Eric talk Andre, enough? Eric Andre is a Jew. Hey, hey, Rosenberg, you know about the black Jews. I'm sure I'm Sure, people tell you about the original man all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. We don't want to get we don't want to get Nick Cannon. <laughs> yeah, chill chill Nick out, Cannon. Nick Cannon. Is Nick Cannon a Jew? Nick Cannon's moment. I, I told everyone when Nick Cannon started apologizing, I was like, he is two weeks from converting. He is gonna straight up come out with the with the curls. That's how far it went. When you disrespect the Jews, you have to apologize so hard that by the end you convert. That is Yo, the Chappelle, only way. Chappelle had the best joke. Chappelle said he's going around with all these uh, Jewish re- religious leaders apologizing. He needs to get a, a Jewish lawyer. He's rocking with the wrong Jews. <laughs> Yo, facts. That is a great. That is a great point. Uh, but Kwali, um, so how much are we? I I, I, was, I was hanging out with Dave yesterday, not to name drop, mm-hmm. and um, well, that doesn't I really do much here. between you guys. It's your both of your biggest name drops. That's or, right. Listen, or your most regular. You know what? Name I own. I own it. Yeah. I'll name that drop. I'll own that name drop because I love that man to death. I went to hear a secret project. Are we allowed to mention any of that? Uh, no, uh, not yet. at all. Good stuff, okay, Well, then that's but why I'm glad. I'm glad that that I'm 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 very happy to be a part of such secret projects. There's secret projects going on, guys. There's a lot of secret. They are like people keep amazing. asking us what we're doing next year. We, um, we I'm like we already did it last year. We already did it. Yeah. yeah. Already did it. Is so it? Are you down with some of those secret projects? I'm a, I got a little tidbit. Little tidbit. Yeah. This is good. I'm working on another secret project. Oh, this is a good conversation, okay. guys. I think everyone's really enjoying hearing about things they can't hear about. <laughs> this is so fun. Sife, this is what makes you the great disgraced radio personality that you are. Quali, <laughs> you pronounce my name. Voila. <laughs> Yo, I'm so glad that I discovered this today. Yo, you pronounce my name, Shmami. <laughs> Yo, uh, if, what if someone met you in real life? How do you pronounce your name again? My name's Rojimer. Who's that? Yo, Quali, who's that girl? Who's that girl you're always with? Oh, she's the one that helps you pronounce my name, Quali. Yeah, <laughs> I think we should start with Quali with the subject we just had before he got here. What was that? What's Which that? was I was oh, yes. I was telling Sif some of my frustrations and some of the ego hits I take. And I'm, I'm completing a project right now, a compilation. And when you reach out to someone who you really think you have a great relationship with and they get fucking weird or ghosty about mm-hmm. about replying us, to doing a project. Help us understand the mind of a rapper when someone asks for a feature. And yeah, okay, well, and I'm going to refer through to both Cypher sides. Sounds conversation with DJ Khaled. On 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 ninety seven because Cipher was tight. The Khaled was wasn't tight. returning his phone calls. But that was, was different. But that was different. Cipher <laughs> didn't want anything from him. Cipher actually just felt and, as a friend upset. 
Well, I mean, so this is what it is. Um, we just, you just, you just, you just said that we name drop Chappelle a lot, which we do. Um, Chappelle is one of my best friends. Um, he often says a phrase, I'm pushing a large rock up a heavy boulder, which he is. And to a certain degree, all of us in our respective lives are doing the same thing. Um, we, we may not be as famous or successful at our jobs as Chappelle is, but we, we all are, are, have done pretty well for ourselves. Yeah. Um, Chappelle, as one of my best friends, I've gone six months without being able to get that man on the phone. Yes. But when I do get him on the phone, it's all love and the friendship has never changed. Me, and I have to examine my own life, there are people in my life, there's probably someone trying to reach me on the phone right now. That you're doing the same thing too. And I'm doing the same thing too. And it doesn't yep. mean that I don't love them any less. It's just as artists and as creatives, we are, we are visionaries. And sometimes that vision uh, uh, requires t tunnel vision and a narrow focus. And sometimes it's, you're just not in a headspace to respond to someone for whatever reason. It doesn't have to be something personal. Maybe it is. You know, you never know, but I think that it's our job as creatives to understand that our fellow creatives sometimes get in a space where it's not personal. I mean, Chappelle went to Africa and didn't tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody was mad at him for it, but it's what he needed to do to, to get to that point. Can I, am I okay. being harsh if I say, and I, cause I feel, I feel that you and I have a real bond mm -hmm. in, in life. Can I ask the question? Sure. Is all of that mumbo jumbo <laughs> for being rich and famous is a good excuse to act like a dickhead sometimes. Welcome to one app. Welcome. I'm just asking, it's a, it's, it's, and I, I do the same say, thing. I want to say it's about being rich and famous because when I say artists are pushing a heavy boulder up, uh, up a large hill, I'm not just talking about rich and famous artists. There are artists who are poor and broke, who I love and respect, who I can't get on the phone. Now, you know what? That's a that's actually a good point. There are some that we know of that you're like, I can't get a hold of this. Yo, yeah. I have I have people on my project. Mm -hmm. who I, I have people I want on my project who I can't get, who Look, are not known. They're, they're, you're, a they're, of, you're a fan of Homeboy Sandman, right? Yeah, he's, he's, you, he's on my project. You introduced me to Homeboy Sandman as an artist. I, was, I, I heard his name, but I wasn't really checking for him until I heard how passionate you was about him. And I love Homeboy Sandman as an artist, as an MC. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I'm like what, what he does lyrically, what he does stylistic, I'm like, wow. And I asked Homeboy Sandman to do a song with Nico, and he was like, he didn't get back to me about you. Yeah, and I felt a way about it, but I had to get over that because I had to be like, "Yo, for whatever." It, I don't. Have, I he, he's a great example. You're right. Artists can just be weirdos. Love Sam, and I call him weirdo all the time. Who who have tunnel vision, and and if, but but I still think there was probably a certain thing that is that I'm dealing with, which is there was an awkward conversation he didn't want to have. I'm making that up, but that's what I feel happened to me is someone I mean, sort of possible, avoiding a conversation. That's, that's got to be okay by you, right? Like I guess you're gotta right. Be okay. That someone Which, doesn't want to have an awkward conversation, even though you want to have it. So have you been on both sides of it? I'm, I'm sorry, Saif, I know I'm talking my ass off. I'll shut up. But oh, have ahead. you also been on the other side of you're trying to get someone? Uh, you you mentioned that one, but like for a your, your project oh, and you're absolutely. trying to chase a I mean, feature? I, there are artists that I've reached out to and asked to be on my records and either said no or, or just didn't respond or got weird about it. Certainly that's happened, but I know my worth. And that to me is just their loss. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the that's Say, the approach but the, I need to the get. point we were making is saying no is great it's the ghosting the or ghosting the, the disappearing hurts. or the being in the middle of a conversation and then you ask that and then they disappear yeah I mean that's some the people, part that, some people are not I you know I'm, I'm trying not to be judgy here so I don't want to use the of word course. involved but some people are just not in the emotional space to be able to respond in the way that you want them to what do you think is the best way to handle asking for a feature? A non-annoying way. I say so. Royce the five nine. With, with, yeah. Hold on. Let me let me add some with the caveat of Rosenberg, who supports these artists. Yeah, I'm not asking anyone who I haven't really looked out for. No one's getting yeah. like a out of the blue. But did, but did you look out for them because you expected a favor, or did you look out for them because it was the right thing to do? No, no. They were people I just supported over the years. So then you have to stick with that. You have to be like, I looked out for you, whether you respond to my phone calls or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Royce to five nine was posted a thing about a kid. Uh, there was a kid who would ask Royce to five nine for a feature, you know, okay. a random guy from, from Twitter or Facebook or something. And the kid, I, I know about this cause the kid made a whole YouTube video about it where he showed everybody the screen conversations. Him oh Royce God. Okay. And it was, it's hilarious. And he's like, yo, I reached out to Royce. I said, I like this. Whoop -whoop. Royce said, thank you very much. Thank you for the love. I asked Royce for the song. Royce said, yeah, I'm gonna do it. It's, and the conversation went months. 
a voice saying, yeah, send me the song and get to it, this and that, that and this. And then the kid read on the internet, some other person said, Royce don't, um, Royce don't respond or Royce takes advantage of artists. So he texted Royce this. And he said, yo, people out here saying, so you can't text somebody that. He texted Royce, people out here saying you take advantage of artists. So Royce responded to him immediately. It was like, yo, lose my number. Don't hit me again. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, get off that bullshit, which wow. I thought was hilarious. But the kid mm -hmm. made a video about it. He was all in his feelings. And he's like, look, Royce promised me he's going to be in a song. Royce, and then, you know, all I did was try to tell him what people are saying. It's like, yo, that man yo, reserves that's the, craziest the right to shit. no for whatever reason. Yeah, whatever okay. Reason. He now reserves that... the right to ignore you for whatever reason. Now, now, so here's the thing, though. That's exactly it. Royce, and or any artist, has the right to take forever or not respond to a random nobody who's asking for help and you're deciding whether you want to give that help. Mm -hmm. My ego gets in the way because hopefully to this artist and, or artists that I'm talking about who have been ghostish, mm -hmm. I hope you don't think of me as a fucking random zero from the internet. And that, that, and that's but that's where my ego goes. And I'm but, like, damn, I guess, yes. I guess if I was Funkmaster Flex, you'd reply, but since I'm underground Rosenberg, you don't give a fuck. And but that's, I, the, that's the ego thing. That's, ego. that's, that's the ego, ego thing. is never good. And I'm glad that you're able to see that it's your ego. You know, I know it you're, is. Well, like, you're welcome for that. You're helping so you, see shit like that. You've helped Flex, along the Flex called me and said, uh, Flex had been asking me to, to do his 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 uh, freestyle thing. He called me. He was like, I, I know why you have not responded to me. I know why you haven't come up here. It's because I didn't support your records when I was on Hot 97. And you, you know, I have a relationship with Flex that goes before Hot 97. Mm -hmm. So I, I told him, I said, no, it's not that. Thank you for admitting that, but that's not the reason. <laughs> it's not that. It's because if I'm going to get up there after what Black Thought did, and I consider myself in the league of Black Thought, I need to I need to try to be as good as Black Thought is going to be. And if I'm going to try to be that good, then I'm not going to give it to Flex for free. If I'm going to write a rhyme that's as good as what Black Thought did on Flex, then I'm going to sell it on my platform. And mm -hmm. I told Flex, I said, I said I'll do a rhyme off of a new project I come in and we can shoot a video for it. We could do it where, uh, but I'm at the age and stage in my career where I'm not just giving out hot bars for free. That's what a mm, new young mm. enemy is. By the way, that is, mm. a, that is a, a very interesting and semi-convoluted pro thought process. You, <laughs> like, it's, it's interesting. Like, if I'm gonna do it, I, you can't look less, you can't look like you're not in the league of black thought. I mean, that is I can't, a, other people can, but I can't. But no, but you can't do that, and I understand the respect. At the same time, you're recognizing, well, that's going to take a Herculean effort because that yes. black thought shit was fucking exactly. different. Exactly. Yeah. So if, if I, I write to a wrong sit down, that, that and, I can and, compare to that, then I'm not going to give it to you. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, no, there's no point, yeah. So there's no way to do it. Hey, black Thought did. I put out 16 albums. Black Thought is seen as the MC from the roots. So he's still, even not to us, but to yes. a lot of people, he's you're still- 100% right. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand why Black Thought is uh I no no I do understand why Black Thought is not considered top ten MC of all time. I mean he's mine. It's because yeah. but but at mine too, but it's um the, the awareness and the you know, I, the, for lack of a better term, the marketing of Black Thought the MC. You know what I'm saying? He's the leader of the Roots band. Uh he's now a, yeah. you know, the star of the Jimmy Fallon Orchestra, whatever that fucking shit is called. <laughs> but like we know him to be the best, but like, no, Saif, I have it for you. Here's what? the—I don't know if this is a hot take or not. Black Thought's place in the hip hop rankings was negatively impacted by him being in the Roots. I, I think that's a fair statement. I don't think I don't I don't think that's a, that's a judgment of the Roots. No, not at all. Just, they're not the a traditional rap group. Yeah, the Roots presented themselves as a band. Correct. So yes. the, the, the protocol on a band is it's not one person above the band. You're a member you know when of the you, band. Right. You know when you find out when you know when you find out like there's a like a singer like let's say the '70s or '80s and you love this singer and then you find out later or you love their song you find out later they were in the a band yes. and you're like oh that's right that's the dude like I remember I was listening to the fucking I don't know the Doobie Brothers or some I shit Steely Dan right. and I was like oh Doobie that's Brothers. um. That's uh, McDonald. yeah, Michael McDonald and the other guy, Michael Ken McDonald and Kenny Loggins. And Kenny Loggins. Kenny that's what I meant. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they was, and then I, I, I just not recently, but a couple years ago, like Stevie Nicks was from um, Fleetwood Mac, Fleetwood Mac, Mac. Lionel Richie and the Commodores, all that. Like and then I Melvin without the Blue Notes. You never yeah, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Kendrick, like all that shit is like Eddie Kendrick. So that's is right. 
that's Black Thought. That's Black Thought. He's in a phenomenal band for years and years and years. And we know how dope he is, but like... Also, it just... It, it, it impacted the kind of songs that they made in the sense that because it's a band, he's yeah. fitting in on records. And then there are records he's not on. And then, yeah. so even though he's on I most- I got a theory about that. So the Roots as a band, we all we all remember the Roots in the early 90s, the Square Roots and and Giant Steps and, and all these mm-hmm. little jazzy little things he was doing. And then by Illidale's Half-Life, it, they, they refined, they, they sound to what it was like, it was a band, but it was this real hip hop uh, yep. Loops and everything. It just it yeah, the albums, half, like, the like albums, clones, clones yeah. and all that shit. Like Beanie Siegel's rapping with them at this point. Mm-hmm. But then they started touring more festivals, opening for Dave Matthews Band, doing right. big, huge shows, and and on stage, on stage, you have to fill that that space, right? So the Roots later albums started sounding like just the sounds got bigger. Mm-hmm. Right. It became less about making sure that we have this real hip hop aesthetic and making sure we have jams. That can rock a whole rock festival. The yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it either love, no matter how you put theories. it, it <laughs> ends up it ends up changing what he would have been if it was if he was in a gang star. Which is why he needed to do the Knife Wonder project and the Salam Remy project and all those all those. No, the, you know. the, the 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 stream stream of thought three that's out now. Yeah, arguably one of my favorite albums. Like can I tell he, you? Can I give you a scorch? Another one more Black Thought take. Bidding. Spitting another black thought take, and by the way, I was talking the other day. He's in the prime of his career. He's he's, yeah. he's the best he's ever been. He got a play. He wrote a whole play. I yeah. actually still feel though that it's not too late for him to have a run the jewels moment where he pairs up with someone and has oh. even more impact than he's ever had before. Yes, so, I agree. But I he has to go to work. But and, and, and it has to be and it has to be the right person. So this is a fun conversation. Who's the right person for Black Thought to run the jewels? Don't, don't he got a Danger Mouse album coming? Yes, he does. But that might be it. No. But it, you don't think another rapper? It has rapper? to be a white guy. has to be a white guy. It has guy. to be so, you know, a white they, guy from the 90s. Did you hear that Black Thought Eminem's uh, Royce the Five Nine song? No. No. So Eminem's that? last album, I think. On the, the recent one? Came out? Yeah. It's Black Thought, Royce, and Eminem. Um, Black That's... Thought and Eminem sound good together. I mean, imagine them in a group. That's hold. On, wow. Let me see this. There's the one featuring DJ Premier. Oh, here we go. Oh, what? How did we not listen? Oh yeah. Say if you hate this beat, don't you? No, I, I'm listening. Hate it a jet. <laughs> when, when do you I'm listen so to stuff so like that? Uh, shit, I used to do it on planes, but that's over. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I try to, st- I, I, I don't listen. Y- y'all know that I, I'd be dabbling in the celebrity DJ world a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when before COVID, another way took our money. To, yeah, he took our money there. This guy, t- this guy tried to take every dollar we could get. It wasn't before enough. Before COVID, I made it made it a point too whenever I would go to a new city to listen to whatever mixtapes or radio stations is popping in that city. I don't do that anymore. I'm now, since, since, since D nice cracked the bat with the, with the IG lives, you know, and you know, with the, with the, with the versus thing, it showed me that, you know, I'm at the age and stage where I don't have to keep up with the times. We could just celebrate what we've done. If something new pops up that, that catches my fancy, then yeah. I'll, I'll right. do, I, I want do. well. That's de- that's definitely different for you because you people come to see your world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to admit something else since we since we're all being honest and we're using this platform siphon in a therapeutic way about mm-hmm. ego, which okay. is the debt. It's it's really for all a lot of us. It's a major issue. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mean, I would like to take this moment to say that I privately, deeply, deeply. Mm-hmm was hating on D-Nice during that moment. I mean, it was wow. the hatred, the anger, the, the jealousy. It was, it, was, uh, it, was, it was deep. It was deep. Yeah. When, it was, yeah. what, what, when it was just like, because it, it was the perfect, it was the perfect storm for my ego to get crushed because yeah. I already hate when anything gets too commercial. Yeah. So when it was getting to the point where fucking brands were in there like, oh, turn it up, D-Nice. Right, D-Nice you know, with the F-150 truck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when at Pepsi was like, this is a party. And like, at, at Delta's like, all of it. 
at Delta's like, we could fly to this D nice. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but isn't that the, isn't that the beauty of hip hop though? I mean, for me, it, for yeah. me, it was personal because you know, as a as a young hip hop fan, D nice's story with Scott LaRock being there for Scott LaRock being murdered, you know, having to make a name for himself, leaving the hip hop industry and reinventing himself as a photographer. That eardrum cover, D-Nice shot that. Wow. That herb cover with me and uh, Gene Gray, D-Nice shot that. And we Mm -hmm. were giving him a chance as a photographer because nobody was checking for him as a photographer for for him to go from D-Nice to MC, D-Nice to producer, to TR-808, to D-Nice to rap star, to D-Nice the photographer, and then bring it back to the DJ and become, you know, I went to the White House and saw D-Nice on the one, ones and twos. You well, know that's the, like, but that was the funny, one of the funny things about the whole thing, Quali, and I agree. I mean, obviously I, I love D-Nice and I love where yeah, his story I'm originates. Sure. But the funny part was everyone was acting like he just got his big break. Right. I'm like, that's this right. motherfucker's already DJed for right, everyone on even, planet he's already, Earth. He's already yeah, they don't know. That's how it happened. They don't it know. happened. It was Michelle Obama. Yeah. It's his relationship with the Obamas. When, when he decided to do it in the way he did it and make it look the way he did and made it sound the way he did, which was really revolutionary, when Michelle Obama shows up, yeah. and then after Michelle Obama showed up, then Beyonce showed up, then that's, it was over after that. Yeah, it was, I it mean, was a wrap. Well, listen, when I did when I did Pretty Lou's Turn the Tables the other day. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty Lou from, from the St. Lunatics? No, Pretty no. Lou from the Heavy Hitters, man. Oh, I don't listen. I told you. Is this when did Pretty Lou join Heavy Hitters? I don't know Pretty Lou. Forget oh, me, it's Pretty a different Lou. Pretty Lou. It's if you watch it, I don't know it's this. Pretty, I used to know all the Heavy Hitters by name. There's I'm a, sorry. Really? I'm sorry. You There's a know guy. Everything. He's not even a DJ. He's like a, a party host. Yeah. And I probably you follow know, Pretty I probably Lou. Probably got in trouble just now. No, no, no. A lot of parties. Follow Pretty Lou. He has a show he does on Instagram, uh, nine o'clock every night East Coast time. Okay. Where he gets a celebrity guest. Uh, he gets a celebrity guest to be the host. But then he gets... want me to do a show. <laughs> yeah. No, he will. He definitely will. He gets two unknown DJs, and it's like a, it's like kind of like a battle. Like so the the celeb- you did? yeah, you would actually love it. We both did it. You would actually you love would, it. I, I was laughing at it, and then I did this show, and now I go on it all the time and just write crazy comments. All right, it's I'm like me, Clark Kent, Little C's. We're always on the comments. Like going yeah, it's in. pretty fun. It's actually it's pretty funny. fun. You should Yo, do now it. My, like, now my girl's into watching it. Show, it's I'm funny. Sitting, I was sitting around watching Cobra Kai last night with my girl. She's like, hey, Pretty Lou just went live. <laughs> I was like, yo. Now, Rosenberg, I watched Cobra Kai too, man. Yo, so I just started it yesterday because I was looking for something while we wait for the next episode of Your Honor, which is Sunday. Y'all watching Your Honor? Nah, I don't know. No, what that what's that? Now, listen, I'm going to say it's Cobra Kai, is, for, is, we... is, Cobra Kai is, is, is my guilty pleasure because. Why is it guilty? Show, because it's, a, it's not that good. It's not. It's it's kind of. It's campy. cheesy. It's kind of campy. It's, it's yes. And, but it's it's a show that's our for people who are our age who are really invested in the Karate Kid story. But it tries yeah, to yeah. present itself as like Riverdale, as like a show about young kids. Yeah, so that's it's like, fair. It's like it's it's for us, and the references are all are for our age. But right. it's really yeah. about their kids and their like romantic Yo, relationships. Quali, you know what you just co- described. Fucking brilliance! When it comes to creating an idea to sell to Netflix, that's called yeah, fucking yeah. brilliance. No, you're right. That's a home run. They they sat down and said, "Here, Saif, the 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 shit that got me." And I'd been hearing people mention it forever, but I was like, I don't understand what I'm watching. I what? Yeah. Why would I watch this? So I didn't I was get watching it. it with a young with a young person, and they were really confused about why I was so invested in this Valley yeah. uh, Karate Face Off. It's like the stakes are really low here, my guy. Yeah. And it's like they have one yeah. Asian character who's like everything trying his best to not be Asian. It's it, it's fucking hilarious. Well, he's he's such a good asshole though. That guy. That guy is a good heel. So so Saif, the the line that got me, and I was like, you know what? I fuck with it. I'm in because I I don't laugh out even as much as I love shows. I rarely laugh out loud, even if uh, I think they're uh. really funny. I laughed out loud. Qual, you remember this part at the beginning when the dude's first teaching the kid to, to do shit and the kid's wiping the window down, right? He's right. wiping the window and he says, is there any specific way that I should be doing this? And Johnny's like, nah, I don't give a shit. Right, right. right. I, the, the show that, I was like, that's good it, shit. Johnny, is he's like a MAGA racist, but, but for some reason I still feel sympathy for him. But that's like, what ma- that's what makes it good. That yeah. that's actually, and I will say, I feel that we have. I am I am I hate being the person 
whoever complains about us being in cancel culture, etc. I don't like being the guy to complain about that, but there are times in which it's true. And one way in which it's true is we no longer have complex characters. We want everyone to be perfect from start, and that's not how life is. So not I like all. when you see him and his character starts out and he's a fucking racist, and you can still come to love that character over time as they evolve. That's like... But that's you, life. That's, that's life. life. We can't eliminate that shit. You can't just remove it and assume everyone started out being like, I always knew how to use the correct terms and, and pronouns for now, everybody. Now, just for my woke people who are watching, right? Because of little caveat, I'm going to quote James Baldwin. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to mess up this quote. I'm going to paraphrase is that we can, we can, we can debate and disagree respectfully as long as whatever point you're making doesn't trample upon my basic human rights or, or get in the way of my humanity. And, um, mm. and so Here's an interesting thing. I, Cypher, you'll appreciate this. I had a conversation with Joe Rogan the other night that changed my mind about how I see Joe Rogan based on what you just said, Rosenberg. Okay, because I generally don't like Joe Rogan's opinions when I hear them, but go ahead. Well, yeah, I still don't agree and like with like a, a large amount of his opinions, but Joe Rogan is someone who, uh, the thing I don't like about Joe Rogan is he has guests on his show, Milo Yiannopoulos, Alex Jones, Jordan Peterson. These are people who, in my estimation, they're straight Nazis. I, I don't miss words. They are white supremacists. They are white mm -hmm. nationalists. And Joe Rogan's philosophy is the marketplace will determine you. Everyone has free speech and put them on the marketplace and let them. And to his credit, I've seen him challenge these people. But I disagree with even giving them a platform. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm and with so you 1,000%. He's also said jokes. And I, I got to qualify him because he is, he is a comedian. He said jokes that I felt like were insensitive or that could be qualified as racist. And mm -hmm. a lot of these jokes came came up when he uh, lent his support to Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. People start going to his and be like, well, he said this and he said that. I heard him. And mm -hmm. then when Bernie Sanders uh, uh, endorsed Biden, uh, Rogan was upset. And on his show, he said, and I quote, uh, I, I'm not going to quote him, I'm a paraphrase. Um, I don't like Biden. I'd rather vote for Trump. I remember. Now, I took that to be an endorsement of Trump. And even if he didn't feel it was an endorsement of Trump, I felt like he's smart enough. He built that big, huge influential platform. He's smart enough to know that on his big platform, him saying that will be taken as an endorsement. No, no, it is. At that point, you only had two candidates. It is an endorsement. Right. There's so, no other so way to look at it. That's how I looked at it. And But he's friends with Dave Chappelle, who's a good friend of mine. And Dave has a lot of respect for him. So it's like, I, out of respect for Dave, I respect their friendship. And I respect what the man built, right? But when Dave came to Austin, I was doing shows with Joe Rogan. I didn't want to go. And Cypher, you were here for some of those early shows. And what? I wasn't here. And the reason why I didn't come is because I didn't want to be the party pooper in the room wanting to have a political discussion with Joe Rogan or about to find myself starting one or getting into one and kill the vibe. I was like, let me let d d my friend Dave be friends with his friend Joe without me being in the way. But because, yeah. I've, because we have things we're working on, I was asked to come down and I came down. And I found myself in rooms with Joe Rogan and I had to be polite. I had to be respectful because I'm the guest. But then the other night, we're at a party, trauma spinning, we're drinking, we're smoking. And um, and Joe Rogan has said early in the night, we, we started talking about Trump. And he says how he was asked by many people in the Trump administration to have Trump on his show. Mm -hmm, I'm sure. And he refused to because he said, that's the line I won't cross. And I found that interesting because I was like, the guy who will have... Alex Jones on and Jordan Peterson on, he won't have Trump on. I I was like, okay, I didn't expect that. I thought mm -hmm. that Joe Rogan was all about free speech and, and why wouldn't Joe Rogan have the president of the fucking United States on his yeah. show? I felt yeah. like that was an interesting take. Um, now, caveat to that, this did happen after the racist mob last week, but just for uh. him to even say, I wouldn't have had Trump, he had to have made that decision last year before the racist mob. So now we're at a party drinking and smoking and chilling. And he comes up to me and he starts a conversation with me. And he's being pleasant and we're being pleasurable. And Ron White is in the room and we both have a love and respect for Ron White, the comedian. Love and Ron we're talking White. about how dope Ron White is. And I said to him, I said, I got to say, Joe, um, I'm enjoying this conversation. And I have some issues with you. And I didn't, you know, I, there's some things you said I didn't like. And I was surprised to hear you say that you didn't, you wouldn't have had, uh, no, I said, I said, you said some things in the room that made me look at you different. He said, what? Immediately, he was like, what? What did I say? 
And I told him, I said, well, you're not wanting to have Trump. When, and we, we got into that. We started talking about that. We started talking about the dangers of free speech and everything. And I disagreed with him a lot. And I disagreed with some of his routine that he did that night. But he said something in our conversation. He said, I had to remember that he started as a stand-up comedian, and he said, which is an artist. He said, as artists, we, we have a responsibility as artists to be able to have these conversations and disagree respectfully and, and, and still like have respect for each other. And I got to say, as an artist, I truly believe that. It doesn't change how I feel about some of the things he said, but it, it changed the way I looked at how I move. It made me be like, okay, I can still disagree with him, but now I don't feel uncomfortable being in a room with him. Mm, and that's how mm -hmm, I felt before mm -hmm, having mm -hmm. that conversation. So I give all the credit to Dave Chappelle for that because Dave is su such a powerful force that he could bring someone like a Joe and someone like a me and have us find a tepid middle ground. My, yeah. the, I think yeah. with, with someone like Joe Rogan, who I, who I, I listen, I, I don't, I'm certainly not a, I've only heard him in clips. Mm -hmm. I, he's very, obviously, first of all, let me just say, I super admire him in the sense that if there was anyone who I, I, I've, I've carved out a pretty good life for myself, if there's anyone who I could say has done what I would like to do on an even much higher level, he's commentary for his favorite sport and he has the number one podcast in the world. He right. did, that's, he's basically me on steroids, right? Like right. that is no. it, he <laughs> crushed like it. you like doing mad crunches and pushups. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> literally in, in every sense, figure, right. figuratively and literally. So, um, so I admire that and I think he's talented. The, what the problem is, it's not that his views exist, it's that his level of influence has gotten so gigantic, and while he's a smart guy, he's not careful and knowledgeable enough with the level of influence he has. And I agree. And I think when he said, when he, when he, was, he was criticized for his support of Biden, he was criticized, for, I mean, his support of Bernie Sanders, he was criticized for that Trump thing. And his response to it was, uh, at the at the risk of sounding disrespectful, because I don't mean to sound disrespectful, but I got to say it. His response was, "I'm an idiot. Why would anyone come to me?" And I think that's an honest response. I've heard him. I've heard him say that. It's a bit cowardly. It's, it is. Howard Stern used Howard You're Stern used to say to the same shit. You got to be smart enough to know what the platform represents. Hundred percent. And that's Howard Stern's used that excuse before too. They're like, oh, why would anyone listen to me? Why, why, I'm just a regular guy. Well, you're not a regular guy. Yo, he has people listening three hours a day. Like, like a full. A week, right? Yeah, no, more than, I think every week. You're talking, about, you're talking about two different people. Oh, we switched? Yeah, you're talking about Howard Stern. Kwali's talking about Joe Rogan. No, I think. No, I, I, I'm I think, on Joe. Joe I does three the, hours yeah, a day. For the a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Three hours Joe a Rogan day. Experiences the biggest podcast on the planet still, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can, it is on the planet. So you can't you can't use that excuse. You you have to understand the influence. And also, I just want to go up to now to every single person who has a brain in their head, who at any point has supported Donald Trump, and particularly still was up until a week ago, and just say, bend the fucking knee and admit you were completely fucking wrong. Just no, admit see, that's, that's not the way to do it, though. Well, I wouldn't. I can't, unfortunately. But, that, I, but that, because that you, the ego guy. Yeah. Imagine someone said that to you. That's not. I, I know this is going to be sound crazy to have empathy for those people, but that's why we're in the fucking problem we're in now. Because everybody kept saying you're wrong, you're stupid, you fucked up. Admit it. Well, see, if Stipe, I, I said that to you, Peter, you're not. You're gonna fight me well, on that. Cipher, cipher. I think you're right to say that. Peter's response is an emotional one, an ego one, but also, fuck him. I don't think we need to have empathy for him, especially not what we've seen the last couple of weeks. Well, you're not an empathetic person. Well, no, but no, no, oh, that's I not true. But, 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 but hold on. <laughs> and I don't want to say that, by the way, but hear me out. I am not trying to say that to every dumb idiot who literally still thinks Trump is great, okay? They're, they're, the they're gone. The people who now were like, oh, man, the Capitol, that so, wasn't so look, good. There's, there's Those a, there's are the people who need to acknowledge how fucking wrong they were. So look, there's a, there's a, there's a, I don't know if he's a senator or a journalist or somebody. There was a white guy. It's not, before I got suspended from Twitter, I was, used to be on Twitter. But there was this white guy who. You used to be on Twitter? Yeah, I didn't know. Really? I don't I didn't... know if you heard of such no. things. No, okay. Um, there was a guy who, he, um, he was talking about he was making the point about how we have to be empathetic and show love to people who used to support Trump and don't anymore. 
and it, and I he and he tagged me and he and I was I was just ruthless with it. I was like, "Fuck you talking about? Get the fuck out of here! I don't want to hear that bullshit." That sounds like Quali on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was accurate, right? And his response to me was, "No, you're right. You're right. I shouldn't even have. I don't even have the right to come at you like that. You're right." And then we got into DMs. He started DMing because people started telling him because he's he's a conservative guy that still had conservative followers. So they started telling him. How, how can you let Quali bully you like that? How can, and he was going back at them like, no, he's right. He's right, I was wrong. You know what I'm saying? And then he got in the DM and we started to have a real nuanced conversation. I wish I knew his name so I could say it. Um, we, we started to have a real nuanced conversation in which he was really trying to learn and really asking me for literature and links to stuff so that he could not make this mistake again. And I had never seen that before. Well, hold on. We can we can figure this out. Who it was? You, you. It should be easy to figure out. You said he was quote either a senator or a journalist, and man, he was white. Some sort of poli- I don't even know, man. It's some sort of Republican, some sort of prominent conservative voice. Okay. That, that, well, now you actually did narrow it somewhat. I was just going with either politician, journalist, white. We just have to narrow that entire <laughs> field, right. and we'll figure it out. Um, well, Quali, we wanted to hear your voice this week, and guess what? You delivered. You delivered as you always do. I didn't even talk about anything I wanted to talk about. Well, go ahead. What, what are you waiting for? Yeah, forget it now. No, what you forget want to talk it. about? No, no it's over. No, no Saif, get it off your chest. No. Say what you want to no, say about what know, he did This is on my chest. <laughs> hey, Kwali, yeah. I got some starving children at home, so tell people to get my very famous in New York Wait, shirt. is that your shirt? Yeah. That's your, okay, well, I mean, come on. Radio Raheem got one before me. I'm... I don't appreciate it. Radio Raheem stole one. He stole <laughs> Dave's hoodie. Just so you know. Are you guys hanging out tonight? So I'm yeah, going to tell tonight, you, I'm going to be honest tonight's with you. Tonight's my had, first night. I had the sniffles um, last night. And so I chose not to go to the show and not mm-hmm. to hang out. I got COVID tested. I'm still negative. But I was like, I don't want to be around people. I feel way better today. But I want to take take a, a break. And I'm, I, I fell asleep at around 7. I woke up at 1 in the morning to Radio Raheem walking down the hallway on his cell phone saying, oh, my night was great. We just had dinner with Elon Musk. My life is so great. And I'm wow. laying in my bed, hearing me. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I should, maybe I should have gone out. No, 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 I'm gonna go to sleep. I turn to go to sleep. And then I hear this the DJ trauma. And then I hear Biggie and the fucking room where they're partying is right above my room. You're literally next door to me. You know that, right? I didn't know that. So I hear, I hear literally like, next door girls to me. yelling and screaming. I hear trauma on a one or two. And this while I'm like in my bed, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna go upstairs. I'm, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna party tonight. Oh, that sounds fun. All right, well, you guys have fun tonight partying with the huge celebrities, multimillionaires, and hot women. Sounds good. Yeah, that sounds fun. That sounds great. Sounds uh, Talib Kweli, where can people find the People's Party? You can find the People's Party on Luminary.com. Um, that's where it'll be. Uh, oh, so it's moving to Luminary. Right on Luminary.com. But the, we'll wow. the, um, the visual part of it on YouTube and okay. Uproxx. Not Uproxx? Uh, Uproxx YouTube. Uproxx Video YouTube. Okay, yeah. Also, the the audio part has moved to Luminary. Yes. I, nice. I, Good I for actually you. Wasn't, that, was, that was my big announcement. I just announced it by mistake. But yeah, sure. Uh, that's it. Wait, you want us to take it off? No, no, no. That's fine. Are you excited about the Luminary situation? Um, I am I am excited about creating a, a new way for people to hear what we do. Wow, that was Saif, that was rich. You like that, right? <laughs> that was very you rich. Like that, right? <laughs> I'm excited that the audience will be able to enjoy us in a new way. It's still in their fucking headphones, Qua. <laughs> Good for you, man. Yo, guys, have fun down there. I love you both. No doubt. Love.